My enemy number one since moving to Slovakia has always been winter. The bitter cold and the dark days have become easier to manage over the years, but it's always a battle. Often the loser is my stomach. I can usually manage until after the holidays, but one year I needed a bit more help. My wife set the appointment and testing as usual, which is truly a tremendous help given that I speak Slovak like a stroke victim. Guiding me through my yearly meltdowns, my wife speaks to countless doctors. She is the healthiest person I know, seeing doctors once every decade and rarely taking any medication. Unfortunately, that inexperience leaves me leading from behind. A typical two-minute phone call to a doctor is followed by an hour-long interrogation. Obvious for me, follow-up questions are often not asked, and I'm left wondering where to go and what to do. This year, it was a simple request from the nurse for me to bring a stool sample. The post-phone call interrogation went along as usual. What did the doctor say? I nervously asked, half expecting a cancer diagnosis even before being examined. She said to bring your poop, my wife casually replied. My poop? A stool sample. Yeah, the nurse said she will take your blood and you should bring a fresh stool sample. Wait a minute. How? I don't know, she said clearly running out of patience for her idiot husband. In a bag. A bag? You've got to be kidding me. I don't know. I'm just telling you what the nurse said. This statement signaled the end of her involvement in this fecal affair. I was getting desperate. The interrogation ramped up. Seriously? Isn't there some sort of sterile container for collecting it? No. Can't you call back and ask? I'm not calling again. What about the pharmacy? Don't they have something? No, they don't. Just poop in a bag, you big baby. That was the message. The conversation was over. She knew what I should do. Of course, I wasn't going to call the doctor. Bad Slovak. And going to the pharmacy was out of the question. Asking for something in which to store my feces could potentially end poorly. I had to be practical. There had to be another way. How do you suggest I do it? I tensely asked. Well, just put some plastic wrap over the toilet and transfer it to a zipper bag. Transfer, in this sad case, meant grabbing a steaming pile with a bag-wrapped hand. I know dog owners are used to this sort of thing, but dogs are not vegetarians with sensitive tummies. The thought of such an endeavor had me doubled over. It would take a miracle to unkink that hose, and now the clock was ticking. Fortunately, in the morning the force of my condition prevailed over my anxiety. The sample was ready, and I worked fast like I had rehearsed it many times. With short-lived relief, I looked down at my handiwork and began thinking forward. The sight of it in that transparent bag was disturbing. I had to do something about it. Put it in a shopping bag, my ever-helpful wife called to me. 
I grabbed the thin Tesco shopping bag and tossed in my shame. Two layers of plastic hardly seemed enough separation between my hand and that dark mass still visible through the letters of the supermarket logo. However, the deed was done. There was nothing left for me to do but let the vampires at my veins and hand them my masterpiece. I set off into the bitter cold with my warm friend by my side. While on my way, I repeated myself the lines in Slovak my wife had taught me the night before. Good morning, I am here for my test, I have my stool. Finally out of the cold, I sat down in the waiting room. Still practicing my lines, I scanned the room. There was a usual cast of characters. The remorseful drunk with the yellow-tinged eyes, little old women chattering in the corner, and of course, the frightened, neurotic foreigner. Pan Hill? The nurse called out from the doorway. I stood up, eyed the exit one last time, and just resolved to get it over with. My feet took over, and the next thing I knew, I was standing in the office mumbling my first memorized sentence. Good morning, I am here for my tests. I sat down in the creaky office chair. The nurse peered at me over her low-set reading glasses. Dobre ano. She replied. Fortunately, she was quite pleasant. Any other nurse, I believe, would have called the police on me that day. We spoke through gestures. She began by handing me a cup and pantomiming urination while pointing towards the restroom, which was located in the waiting room. The urine sample went reasonably well. I was already used to walking through full waiting rooms with hot cups of my own brew. Now it was time for the blood sample. Piece of cake. The nurse located my vein with minimal effort or pain for me. Things were looking up. The nurse then busied herself with labels and written orders while I reclined in the chair. This wasn't my first rodeo. Then it struck me, the weight in my lap. I hadn't really considered disposing of any part of the sample. It was the whole enchilada. Never mind though, things were going so well. I would just reach into my backpack and eloquently explain what I had retrieved. The nurse was still deeply concentrating on the form when I blurted out my second mangled sentence. I have stool? And in one motion, I raised the heavy limp bag from my backpack up to eye level. The volume of the statement even surprised me. The anxiety had raised my voice and contorted my face into a bizarre grin. I instantly realized how I must have seemed, sitting there smiling proudly and announcing what I had done. The nurse slowly raised her eyes and to her credit first looked at me, perhaps to see if I was joking, or more likely to scan for crazy. Then her gaze drifted toward the bag. She stared for a moment without saying a word. I read every thought in her eyes. Is that? Oh my god. He brought it in a shopping bag. Is he out of his mind? Silently she stared. It felt like a Mexican standoff. I was holding the bomb and we were waiting for someone to make a move. I could feel my stomach rumbling, threatening to really cause a scene. 
Just then, the door flew open, and the doctor called out, "Who's next?" The nurse stood quickly and replied, "Mr. Hill, but he needs a moment." She scurried over to a cabinet across the room and pulled out a discreet little plastic cup. The nurse lifted the lid, revealing a connected scoop made just for this dirty work. She hurriedly motioned with the device, and with a frown pointed at my now shamefully lowered poop bag, and then towards the door. I got the message and rushed to the unfortunately occupied restroom. Now I was standing in full view of the waiting room, with a now obvious cup in one hand and a mystery bag in the other. It wasn't hard math to solve. Once inside the restroom, I took a second to admire the single-purpose cup I was denied only yesterday, before diving wrist deep into the mess of my own making. Seeing how small the cup was compared to my haul, I felt, for the first and only time, a little pity for disposing of what I generally want nothing to do with. What a waste! Now I had to return and face the shame and try to formulate an understandable excuse. My wife made me do it was still too difficult for me to say, so I walked back into the office and handed over the now bagless sample and whimpered a sorry. The nurse just kindly shook her head and waved her hand. It was our little secret. She stopped me just before I entered the doctor's office, pointed to the cup, and said, "Next time, bring one of these." With regret, I responded, "We didn't know." Oh well, you could have called. <laughs>